0: Welcome to Life Hurts, God Heals. I'm one of your hosts, Kim Ward.
1: And I'm your other host, Kurt Flagel. And on this episode, we are switching things up a little bit. Instead of Kim and I interviewing someone else, Sarah Lauren, who is a life coach and the host of Made for Balance, turns the tables and interviews me, asking me to share my experiences as a life coach. We also talk about the nature of influence and the power of listening well to other people and practicing vulnerability. Sarah is an incredible coach and more than anything, an incredible human being. So trust me on this. You're not going to want to miss a single moment of this interview. Well,
0: I just want to reiterate again just how grateful I am um, to get to know you, Kurt, and just Over the year or so that I've gotten to know you, actually, I was kind of right in the middle of in a coaching training program myself and getting coached by you this past year, and we really became friends. And I'm just super grateful for your friendship. And for me personally, just in my whole journey with coaching in this past year, I've just found it to be something that has really helped me to stay in my lane and just to really gain confidence of the gifts that I feel like I have been given and just learning how to better align my life with those gifts and with those skills. And I'm just really appreciative of the guidance and just the coaching that I've received from you. And just to go into a little bit of your background. So you have a background in spiritual healing, spiritual direction, and then also in coaching. Um, And you were just telling me about how these are the things you offer, and you want those things to not be seen as a title that you have necessarily, but just gifts that you really feel like the Lord has given you to bless people, um, which you certainly have blessed me. And um, you're a shepherd of people and you're a pastor. And so just with all of those experiences, first of all, just what gravitated you towards coaching and how has it impacted your life?
1: Well, first, let me say it's a privilege to do this with you, and I'm—I mean, I feel really honored that you asked me to be the first in the in the series of just talking to people that have invested in you. So that's a high honor for me. And if anyone's listening and you don't know Sarah, let me tell you, this person that you are (laughs) talking that I'm talking to right now that you are getting to hear from is amazing. So. You know, just being on this with you is absolutely an honor and a privilege. And I I would say everything that you said about me, of of us getting to become friends this year and everything that you feel like you've received from me, I would say the same thing back. Mm. I've received so much from you in this year. And just knowing you is, is just a joy. As far as the question, what got me into coaching, I previously had done a two-year certification program for spiritual direction. What spiritual direction is, is simply learning to be present to God's presence in the present. That's the way I say it. It's really about being aware of yourself. Like, what what am I really thinking right now? What am I really feeling? Becoming more self-aware. And in that process, you are also practicing surrendering yourself to God so you can be very aware of where he is meeting you and how he is speaking to you. At the time that I ended up stepping into also a certification program for Life Coach, I, I had been in ministry, vocational ministry for years And we were shifting how we were doing things in our church community. And I was looking at a new way of doing things that wouldn't necessarily bring in a lot of revenue. I I happened to be coming back from doing a wedding for a guy I had poured into and invested in what we call discipleship. I had been investing in him for for years. And I got to do his wedding, I got to officiate his wedding. And as I was coming back, a a friend of mine, who happened to be going through certification for life coaching called me and asked to talk. And as we were talking, she was just telling me about what you know, what she was going through everything that was happening. And in the middle of that, I was like, I just thought, wow, this is weird. I've been praying and asking God, like, how do I sustain my family in this new way of ministry? And here you're talking about investing in people, life coaching, mm-hmm. investing in people, which is what I love to do. And it just struck me as like, this could be God giving me an mm-hmm. opening and an avenue to pursue. And so I asked her to set me up with the guy who ran the whole organization. His name is Jeff Caliguire, who runs transformational uh, life coaching, I believe is, if I remember that correctly, if I got it wrong, sorry, Jeff. <laughs> he's uh, he's amazing. So that's how I got into it. But in the end, for me personally, it became another ministry. It mm-hmm. became another way of of just listening to people. Unlike spiritual direction, which is focused on the present life coaching, coaching is is focused on the future. How do I help you move from here to there. You mentioned deep healing is also about about helping people heal from past wounds. So I feel like what God has given me is an ama- amazing gifts to to help people in each of those areas: past, present, and future. Which is, as human beings, this is where we struggle, right? With the past, the present, and the future.
0: Awesome. Yeah, and through our conversations, I've just gotten to hear about, even recently, just with um, your new church movement and what you're pastoring and just how you've implemented the coaching techniques into those uh, discipleship groups. So maybe just talk a little bit about what are some of those techniques that you use just on a, you know, a practical basis within that group setting.
1: Well, the, the, here, here's what's interesting about all of it. Spiritual direction is, is about listening deeply to the yeah. other person as you listen yeah. deeply to what's happening in you and what's being triggered. And then basically offering both of those things to God, what, what the other person's saying, what they're not saying, what you're hearing between the words you know, right. and, but what's happening in you and, and then allowing God to speak into that. So it's about listening. And Life Coach is about listening and pulling the gold out of people, right? It's about calling the beauty and the, and the power that people don't even know they have in them. Our ministry that we offer is, is what we just call Discipleship Training School. And it's a discipleship training school where we're training people to listen, to listen to God, to listen to themselves, to listen to other people, and then offer—not just listen and, and receive and hear, but also give what they're hearing and seeing. And so we spend we we uh, spend two hours every Sunday afternoon so that we're not. 're not to we're not here to compete with any church community so we do it in the afternoons we read a passage a short passage nothing more than like 15 verses at the most we'll read the passage together and then once we read it we pray out of it so here's the practicing of listening right there now we're sitting with the passage and really listening for how God is speaking to us and then, whatever we're sensing we now pray out loud together for each other for our county then the next hour is taking that same scripture that we just prayed for an hour with and now just asking for questions what did you notice about god and letting everybody everyone share what did you note what did you notice about god what did you notice about people how are you going to obey this week what you just discovered and who are you going to share it with and before those those uh last two questions the third and fourth question we actually stop again and say we don't need to figure out how to obey this and we don't need to figure out who to share it with we're going to stop and ask god those questions Mm. god how do we obey what we discovered in this coming week and then we sit in silence for two minutes. We set an alarm and we sit in silence mm-hmm. for two minutes and let people just listen. And whatever comes up, they write it down. And, um, and then the same thing. When we do, who, who do we share it with? What we discovered. Because one of the things in Revelation 12 that says that how we defeat the enemy is Um, that we share our story our testimony we share what we're experiencing and so so those are the two things we do and I've I've had moments where as we were doing okay God you know as we did the prayer time who do I share this with and sit in silence for two minutes again I've had there was one week I had like the image I couldn't see the person clearly but in my imagination I saw a bald person. <laughs> mm. And then that week, two people reached out to me who I, I know who both have, you know, struggles follically and <laughs> uh, and both asked, I need your help. Wow. Mm. So, um, yeah. And I w- I want to make clear here, there's going to be people who are listening to this, I'm sure. Who are not Christ followers like me, who believe things differently than I do. So anything I'm sharing here, I just want to make it clear. I, I have no expectations. You know, when I talk about sharing our stories, stories are powerful things. And I'm here to just share my journey. This is this is what I'm experiencing and where I'm at now. And if you talked to me a year ago, it would have been, it would have been different. And where I'm at. Gonna be in a year. I don't know. This is where I am right now. All I have to offer anyone is is what God has given me and what he in these experiences. So that's that's all. Um as we talk, all I'm doing is sharing my story and my journey. And as you talk to other people, they will do the same. So I hope and my my desire is no one feels threatened by this. And they're just willing to listen and take what what works for them where they are and leave the rest
0: definitely yeah my passion really is right now i feel um the most confident with coaching individuals in their 20s and you know that's where i am too <laughs> so i'm right there with everyone but i think something unique where coaching is really beneficial for my generation um is just this it seems like there's this unprecedented amount of freedom that we have. And there's just so many different opportunities we have at our fingertips that I think there just comes this this tendency to compare ourselves to other people because we're seeing what other people are doing more than we ever have before. And something that I think our generation really needs as well is just this ability to really learn how to listen. People better. Um, I think there's just a little bit of a lack of, you know, being able to or being willing to really connect with people and just to listen and to have conversation where we know how to listen rather than just saying what's on our mind. Um, And so I know that you have had just so much experience with listening and talking to so many people. Of different faiths, of different walks of life, just being a pastor and just being a shepherd of people, and so what are some tools or maybe some ways that you've found um, that are helpful just to to better listen to people?
1: Yeah, I think it, it always starts with us, right? Personally, it starts with understanding how safe I am with God. And uh, there's a, there's a passage in Matthew 11, which is one of the accounts of Jesus's life, one of four accounts, and in it Jesus says, "Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest, for I am gentle and humble in heart." And that's mm-hmm. such a powerful passage for me because one, it it makes it very clear from Jesus' perspective who. Who gets to come to him? What's the minimum requirement for anyone to come to Jesus? Are you weary? Are you heavy burdened? In other words, have you been born? (laughs) (laughs) Because there isn't anyone who doesn't feel weary or burdened at times. I would say that's me most every day. And that, and that the, So there's an invitation, why can we trust him that he wants us to come to him and be honest with him about our things that are weighing us down. And and he says, because he's gentle and he's humble. When we are around gentle people and humble people, don't we feel safe to just be us and say what's on our mind? The, the longer we are around those people, the the safer we feel, and the more we open up and be us. And so that's critical for me to understand that, you know, I've been following Jesus for a long, long time, and yet it's only been in the last three years that I've really found, you know, really honed in on that. And so this is where it really listening to other people and and also resisting the need to compare myself to other people comes in. And, and so I, the conviction of God is so different from human conviction, mm-hmm. like in terms of convicting somebody. God's conviction to me looks like this now. Can I carry that for you? Look at what you're carrying that you don't need to carry. Those hopes and dreams, let me carry them for you. You're wearing yourself out wrestling over this issue. It all starts there. If I trust, if I trust that God is gentle and humble and safe, that and wants me to share honestly and vulnerably with Him what I'm struggling with so that He can take it off my shoulders and carry it for me, I don't need to be envious of somebody else. Totally. And I think another thing in our culture that's that's interesting is is with all these choices comes analysis paralysis. There's too many choices, and they overwhelm us, right?
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> it's great to have choices, but they can overwhelm us. And this is also
0: yeah.
1: where learning to be present to God and ourselves comes in, because we again I've said this we are. We are people who only live now. That narrows things down. If we really just become present to what we're thinking and feeling, we can relax knowing that God is safe and we can just relax and go, okay, this is what I'm thinking, God. This is what I'm feeling. I'm going to hand those over to you. Now I can really be present to another human being. When you're confessing things and being honest about where you're at, there's just this yeah. relief that takes away off of you. And allows you then to be more present to what's happening mm. in around you. If we will do that, if we will do that, then we can really listen deeply to another person and not carry their stuff. And we're practicing giving God our stuff, being honest about ourselves. And if you don't follow Jesus, just be honest, uh, you know, about what you're going through. And I would say practice, you know, just be literally in your in your imagination practice holding that out and dropping it Mm. that allows you to receive what another person is hearing what they're saying listening to them and then also hold that out and drop it Mm.
0: and through that process too you even are inviting that other person to share you know your increasing the likelihood of them being able to dump out whatever is weighing them down. Um, And as they do that, you know, you're also in a much better state to encourage them because you're not worried about, oh, like something they say and, oh, wow, they must, you know, they're doing better at that in life than I am or or whatever that jealous or envious thought is, Um, you know, you can push that aside and instead encourage them. And more often than not, they're probably feeling, um, jealous or envious of you in, uh, in a way that you probably didn't see. And I think just the importance of learning how to listen to other people, it just couldn't be more important to know how to do and to have that as a skill. And even just in research I've done too, like today in this day and age, we are in, I think that it's an epidemic of loneliness. I think that's the right term, but essentially our whole entire world, um, I know for sure in the U.S., so maybe I shouldn't say the entire world, but I know in the U.S. for sure, uh, we're experiencing unprecedented levels of people being lonely. And I think... Part of that is probably from COVID and the just the post-COVID world and man, how much impact that time had on all of us. But just to have these skills to um, to know that more likely than not, you know, a few people that you interact with on a daily basis, those people are probably lonely and probably a lot more lonely than you would think.
1: Yeah, I would say the the killer for at every standpoint whether spiritually or not is isolation is the killer mm, and yeah. we can be in a crowded room with people and still feel isolated and lonely mm, and this totally. is why yeah and this is why vulnerability is is literally the superpower mm. because if if you <laughs> You said it, like humans are, we're kind of a contagious people, right? It's not just, you mentioned COVID, it's not just like these biological um, things that become um, contagious, but it's also our attitude. And when we choose vulnerability, even risking, you know, people may even make fun of us in a moment. But if we continue to, if we continue to practice, vulnerability, other people will catch it. You know, what is leadership? What how would how do we define it? I define it in just two I words, influence and initiative. When I take the initiative to be vulnerable and humble and be honest with how I'm feeling and struggling, even the the ugly stuff, that creates influence and other Mm -hmm. people respond.
0: Yeah, I really appreciate that you mentioned those words and I think influence even in our generation has a different term now because of you know the influencers that we look at on social media and even like my own my own picture of influence um, is associated with like with money and with followers like with just it's, I think of it as being like known by so many people. Um, and so I think even in my own just journey of starting this coaching business, um, and even in this podcast and writing blogs, I often find that I'm like worrying about who's going to hear this. How many people am I going to reach? And I can get really stuck in those anxious thoughts, you know, and that's, yeah, that's just totally the opposite. I think of what real influences. Um, and it's a lot less stressful and a lot easier to look at it as just one-on-one interactions with people, um, and being open and being humble, just being a humble person. And, um, yeah, I just think that's a really interesting, um, just a, an interesting struggle that, <laughs> that we deal with now. Henry
1: Nowen wrote a book, and I'm trying to remember, <laughs> suddenly, a, a, oh, The Wounded Healer, The Wounded Healer. Mm. And in his book, he describes a generation that's fatherless, wounded, and in their woundedness, lashing out like, an, like a wounded animal, right? Mm. And their anger, lashing out to everyone around them. Sound familiar? fatherless wounded angry generation um i think it it describes pretty much every generation here in the west since he wrote that book but he wrote it in the 70s and he said here's the only person who will have influence with that generation someone who's willing to navigate their own inner wilderness someone who is willing to be honest with themselves and with God and with others who is willing to not be afraid to face the things inside the negativity, the fear, the shame, the anxiety, the depression, the worry, and the fear to, to face that name it, call it out and learn to surrender it. That is the person who then can, who's walked through that, that wilderness that can now say, I've been there. Yeah, That's real influence. Mm. And I would say you are one of those people on that journey. You are a great listener. You are honest. You are growing in your vulnerability. And I would, yeah, I would highly endorse anyone who is looking for someone who will listen deeply to another human being and allow them to be seen and heard. Sarah, you're one of those people who, mm-hmm. you're gold.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I don't feel <laughs> deserving of those words, but <laughs> I really, <clears throat> yeah, I really appreciate you. Um, I really appreciate you saying that. And I just truly am so grateful for how god put you in my life at this time and for just all the conversations we've had um where i've felt very listened by you and Mm -hmm. you've just asked me very powerful questions um even the other day (laughs) of just questioning a phrase i said where i was you know saying i need to do this and you just kind of called me out on it and and asked me you know is that (laughs) essentially is that a gracious mindset is that the mindset that God would want you to have towards yourself. Um, because truly he wants us to give it up to him, to let him carry it for us. Um, and so it just totally erases that anxiousness and Mm -hmm. that, um, the perfectionist in me to, (laughs) to be so worried and so stuck on if I did something right or, just to be worried on needing to do something right in the future so
1: as finite creatures when are we ever going to have everything together right we're, yeah. we're, the our problem as humans is we want we desperately want to be fully complete within ourselves this mm-hmm. is a desperate desire And this is, for me, the only place that I understand that I've found what works for me, and this is what works for me again, this is my journey. The only thing I've found that works is understanding God is the one who's infinite, and he's complete, and he offers himself to us to clothe us in his completeness, so that we don't have to be complete And I find my biggest problems are when I can't accept that I'm finite. When I have to prove myself that I've got it together and I fight to put on this, and it is an illusion that I'm complete. I'm going to be a student for the rest of my life because there's never a moment where I, where, where I'm going to be complete. So I'm always growing, which is exciting. If you think of it that way to just stop trying to be, (laughs) Kurt, stop trying to (laughs) appear like you've got it all together and accept your finiteness. What that does is allow me to go from God's point of view, that's a good thing. He created us that way. I look at the future and go, God has so much more to give me and, and show me and reveal to me. And I have more to experience. It's so. It's such a shift to be a student.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of those just really, really great points just to sit with <laughs> and to just change our minds and um, to have more graciousness towards ourselves.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I wanted to ask you about um, just a little bit about um what is your book going to be about that you are in the process of writing and it's going to be titled titled the way of the open hand is that right
1: yes yes the way of the open hand and it is really everything we've been talking about of living an open mm-hmm. life holding out our hands and allowing god to give and take away as he chooses because he knows what's best for us and the open life like you think again, hand. Which 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 of these two positions with our hand is the better one? Mm-hmm. Right. So closed is just all about fighting, <laughs> and closed is really miserable, experienced, and that again that, that I, this is isolation. This yeah. is me against the world. This is an exciting thing because that now I can hold other people's hands and I can receive and I can give. So it's a hand of receiving. It's also a hand of blessing. Mm -hmm. And I find that when we are open to receiving from God, he gives us more than we can just handle ourselves in a good way that it overflows. So the more I receive, the more I reflect. The more I receive his patience, the more I reflect it. The more I receive his love, the more I reflect it. If we can learn slowly to give ourselves to others without expecting anything in return, that's the place of freedom. The minute we have an expectation that if we do this for someone, we give ourselves away, that we'll get this in return, we are now a slave. When we hold our hands open, this works. Whether you believe in God or not, try it and it works because even practicing these things, I believe God, who He is, is He hardwired His character into, into the creation and its truth is written in there. And one of those things is the, His generosity. And it's, it's literally a law in, in the creation. And so you don't have to believe in God. I'm just telling you this stuff works. (laughs) Like, I'm just like, it works. I've been, you know, like I said, my coaching, right. I I thought it was going to be my business model and it became my ministry. And what I mean by that is I don't charge anyone, anything. They come to me, anyone comes to me and asks, okay, I'm interested in you as a coach. As a spiritual director, for help helping me with these things that you offer—coaching, spiritual direction, deep healing—how much do you charge? And I say I don't charge anything. Here's what I would say, and this is the only time in this we do a a consultation. And I said this is the only time I'm going to bring this up. Hmm. It's up to you from here. I would ask you to consider, and if they're a Christ follower, to pray about donating. to to our church community and the, the initiatives that we're doing to serve other people, the whole organization. If you consider it and decide to do it, great. If you consider it and don't decide to do it, great. I'm here and I offer my services to you. If this chemistry works out, like, again, there are, you know, three things that you always consider when connecting with an organization or other people is character, competence, chemistry. So, if this works out for you, like you like, you feel connected to my character, you feel I'm competent, and there's a chemistry here, I'm in, whether you give yeah. or not. And I can tell you, Sarah, why this works because. I have been living that way for almost 3 years now. Mm-hmm. And somehow here I am living in a very expensive place in California and I'm still here.
0: Yeah, uh, I think it's it's just so incredible for people to hear for me to hear um just that unique perspective you live by that is such a rare <laughs> lifestyle to live and it's just it's amazing to hear about how God has provided every single time without fail
1: I mean I can tell you stories like we we're I mean it's not like with uh, it's not like it's a fairy tale that this yeah. <laughs> goes smooth there's times right. where a bank account is dropping and there was one time I can tell you this one time my wife was like our our bank account is down to nothing and this was probably like a year ago she's like Mm -hmm. you gotta find a job and so I went and I prayed as and I asked God is is this over is this season over and do I need to go find a a job Mm -hmm. and, and stop doing the coaching and the spiritual direction and the deep healing is this over and Within two days, my wife went to our PO box and texted me and said, just got a check, uh, just got a check for $10,000. And I was like, okay, (laughs) I'll keep going. Awesome.
0: Yeah. And just before we um, sign off, what is your podcast where people can listen to you? Um, It's incredible. And what is your Instagram and all those things? What are the ways that people can keep listening and hearing from you?
1: Yeah. So our podcast is called Life Hurts, God Heals. Um, we have a YouTube channel, Life Hurts, God Heals. I think there's like all of three people signed up to that one. <laughs> it's that I would love more followers there. I don't have a lot of influence in that way. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> but uh but our but we our podcast um through like itunes and amazon podcasts and spotify and those those places google it's it's located there life hurts god heals we're in 22 countries i can't say more than one person is listening in those 22 countries Mm -hmm. but it's really interesting, just amazing to watch like countries pop up and like anywhere from Nigeria to New Zealand to Canada. You know, there, there's just countries like I I heard there's Malta is on there, and I'm like I don't even know where that is. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's the way to find us on Instagram. You can find me; it's my name. Um, you can either find us on Elevate slow which is San Luis Obispo is the town I live in in California, so it's Elevate Slo. Or you that's there's an Instagram account there. Coach Kurt at seven 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 is my is my also an Instagram or just Kurt Flagel P F L E G L. Facebook Life hurts, God heals is there as well.
0: Awesome, yeah, and I will definitely put all the links to those things um once I post this podcast and I'm just genuinely excited for you know whoever this resonates with Um, and so just for people to have the ability to to go and hear more of your incredible podcasts and um yeah it's just it's so clear you just have a gift of of speaking and shepherding people so I just really really appreciate you sharing just so many good little chunks of wisdom um and it's it's just so clear to me that you know the lord was very present in this conversation so mm. yeah thank you okay. again for your time
1: yes yes absolutely and sorry I interrupted that i'll take that thank you <laughs> <laughs> No I would also I would also like to say yeah I thank you for allowing me to post this as an episode of our of our show as well of life for God heals so would you mind just for my sake and maybe for everyone listening would you also share your contact information because I want people on our on our show on our podcast to hear and and just the amazing person you are and have connections with you and and for those who are interested and in, and in coming to you and your and and yeah just receiving your coaching mm. like i yeah. said every anyone who would come to you i i think would benefit highly so i, I want them to mm. have that opportunity as mm. well that's cool mm. with you
0: well thank you yeah thank you so much <laughs> Um, what the best way you can just kind of see what I've been up to recently is you can go to saraloren.net so that is my my blog um, where I post my blogs and then as well as my website with some information on what coaching looks like uh, with me and I also recently my most recent blog um, talks about I just kind of posted my prices and made that a little more official um, I talk a little bit more about my own experience with coaching and why I'm passionate about it. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram, um, Facebook and LinkedIn as well. I'm I'm active on there, but the best way is my Instagram platform. And I'm going to, um, I couldn't remember if there was an underscore on it, but no, there's not. So <laughs> my coaching Instagram is Sarah Lauren, but the L is a one instead. So it's Sarah with an H, and then the one for the L and then Lauren. So that is my coaching Instagram where I post um most of my most of my stuff. Um, and beyond that, as well on my most recent um blog, you can also find my phone number. Um, I think that's on my LinkedIn as well, too. So I'm happy for people to just text me and I love scheduling calls. Um, I always offer a free consultation, a free first session, like you were saying, as well. Um just to for you to experience what coaching would be like with me and to see if you like our chemistry and, and all those things you were talking about. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to continue these podcasts and just to continue seeing um, just who those people are that I believe God will bring into my life. And um, yeah, it's just been a really impactful journey for me so far.
1: That's awesome. Thanks again for having me.
0: Of course. I'm sure I will have you again in the near future. (laughs) I really, really appreciated this conversation.